Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to The Wave. It's another edition of the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. We're Welcome back aboard. Again. How are you, Nick? I'm very good. Yeah? Yep. Good. I'm glad. It's daylight. First it is. time in a while we've recorded. Uh, early record. Yeah. It's also going to be the closest time I think ever to the, me finishing watching the film to starting recording podcasts with oh, you. Oh, lovely. I think I finished it. 20 minutes ago okay so well you got an hour or so to yeah I've got an hour over. to get over it and then we'll uh but i thought i don't even need to make notes my memory's not that bad <laughs> but i have made some notes so you'll be happy to know so what film are we watching this week i uh, come back to this very feed on thursday as we will be talking about finder's fee we will indeed i can't wait to talk about no, it no it's really exciting i think <laughs> so is it 2001 it's 2001 called? and it feels like a sort of time period that we don't we haven't got too much no on the show because because it's history, but recent history. But actually, it's a long time ago. I was thinking that during the film. I was like, this looks really old. It, we'll and then talk I'm about like, it on Thursday, but it looks awful. It does. Quality the sound, the sound quality is awful. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it is old. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's 23 years old. <laughs> and um, it was a direct-to-DVD release as well. Yeah, it was. So. Interestingly, it's been re-released on DVD recently, which okay. I think is why it's appeared on Netflix. But we'll get into all that on Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, come back and listen. It's, got, it's a, a young Ryan Reynolds film. A young Ryan Reynolds, a young uh, Matthew Lillard, yeah, and a younger but not young James Earl Jones, yeah, and Robert Forster. Yeah. There's loads of people in this film, so it's going to be really exciting to talk about. What did we watch last week? Uh, last week, we get that right this week. Last week we watched Japanese anime parkour futuristic post-apocalyptic <laughs> movie bubble which makes it sound really exciting but it actually turned out to be the shortest movie show we've done in about six seasons <laughs> because it had a lot of sequences of parkouring yeah, for did, minutes and did. minutes and minutes yeah i think it, i think the episode came out 44 minutes long yeah which is unheard of these days but i enjoyed bubble yeah i know you did and you thought it was all right i thought it was all right I it's, it was it's sitting mid-table in yeah, our third at the minute in the stream and our young ta- young Stream table. It is indeed. So, so go back to I last week's episode and listen to that if you want. I think that's, that's a perfectly fair placement for it. Agreed. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? Um, I've been to the cinema, which oh, I'll lovely. talk to you about. I had some pancakes on Tuesday. Excellent. Made them myself. Uh, did you have pancakes? Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much done with pancakes the last next year. So I had <laughs> uh, a pancakes Tuesday yep. as like a pudding. Yes. And then I had to make over 50 pancakes yesterday. 50 pancakes? Yeah. What? So you know I don't like to talk about my charity work. Yeah. But for my charity work, <laughs> uh, we we made loads of pancakes. The day after the, Pancake the Day. We should yeah. say to our American listeners it was Pancake Day in the UK. Shrove Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, it's the only day of the year we eat pancakes. And this day. year, it also fell the day before Valentine's it Day. Did. So it was yeah. quite the double header. So yes, on Valentine's Day, I spent flipping 50 pancakes. Wow. So I had finally reached my were they for the homeless potential? Or? No, for the youth, the, for youth. the youth, the youth homeless. Yeah, no, they were homeless for the youths. Um, yeah, well I done. Reached my potential flipping. You never want to flip another. Pa- Are you a good tosser? Not bad. I mean, the key is always though you got a can't, you can't toss cold. So yeah, like, that's true. That 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 first round, you've almost got a. Not give it up because they're not always terrible, but you gotta get the heat the, in those pans. The and... first one's never gonna work, yeah. is it? So by, I'm, by the time you're five ten minutes in, everything's up to heat, and you're going like, yeah. I'm not a confident tosser. I am um, because I was alone. 
I thought, I'm just going to use a spatula. I'm not showing off to anybody. And I don't want it to fall on the floor. I did do, so I did do a fair bit of tossing because there was a couple of videos needed doing and uh, I, mostly they went okay. But yeah, once I was really in the rhythm, I'm spatula in. Spat- so I got like three puns on the go the- at once. Oh, wow. I was panicking with one. <laughs> nice. But I, no, I don't mind a toss. What's your topping of choice? Me, lemon and sugar. I'm a nice. simple guy. Yeah, I like it. I didn't have any lemon or oranges. Okay. <laughs> but so I, just had sugar. I did have some strawberries. Right. And randomly, I had a Twix in the fridge. So I chopped up a Twix and had strawberries and Twix. Nice. <laughs> Absolute. I thought about melting, but I didn't, didn't think it would work. Melted, because it's got biscuit in. Uh, uh, well, so yeah. So I chopped it up finely and sprinkled it over with some, yeah. Twix, some strawberries. Twix dust. Yeah, it was nice. I 10 out of 10, I'd do it again. Uh, that does sound great. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of them. I've got this. Because when we say, when we're talking about for non-UK listeners, we're talking about Trove Shoes Day, Pancake Day. They're like crepes. Crepes, yeah. Uh, that, they're not my favourite type of pancake for a breakfast pancake. I don't. I don't I'm not a big breakfast pancake guy. Yeah. I, I, I don't have too, it often, but... but I, no, they're just, I don't, I'm not a big fan. I like a crepe. Yeah. Yeah. Every, t- every year I have them on Shrove Tuesday. And every year I think, I should have these more often. And then I don't <laughs> have them again for another year. We occasionally will through the year if, if yeah, yeah, for a, like a special breakfast. No, I just don't. It's not something I do, and it's Kids. the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Make your own batter. I did make my own batter. Yeah. I re- that's the thing. I remembered to buy everything for the batter. Yeah. Forgot to buy any toppings. <laughs> so that's why I had a Twix and some stra- um, some old strawberries. What about Valentine's Day? Any... I don't do... Well, don't do... I don't we really, don't do Valentine's Day. We, we don't really do Valentine's no. Day. No. I, like, I don't think a lot of people do these days, do they? We, we never a, have. Never, never have. have. It's no, more of a young, no. new couple thing, isn't it? We don't... We don't do cards or anything. My, yeah. But my wife's birthday is in like a couple of yeah, days. That's true. So that, that is always there as well. Cool. Um, but we just, no, we just never really have done Valentine's no. Day. Why do I need a day to tell my wife I love her? It's true. I think it's for new couples, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I well, think I so. Know. I don't know. I'm the last person to be talking about <laughs> Valentine's Day. Right. Uh, I've got a question of the week for you. Sure. It's a, it's a weird one. I'm sorry. I've just seen it on Instagram that's a fine. minute ago. So I thought, oh, we'll use that for this week. The question is... You can take anybody in the world out for a day. Yeah. Take them out for a day to spend a nice day with you. Enjoy your day. If they, at any point in that day, touch your butt, you get $10 million. Right, okay. Who are you taking? <laughs> but, so it doesn't have to be... Can't be your wife. No, fine. So it, it doesn't it's have to be... It's got to be somebody you think at some point they're going to touch my butt. Could that be an accidental butt touch? No. Oh, so it's got to be an actual, like, give yeah. you a squeeze. Yeah. Not necessarily, or a, or a smack, or a oh, pat, yeah. or a squeeze. Yeah. If, you, if they do it, you get $10 million. I don't know. Does the person... It's tough. What first popped into my mind is, like, does that mean you've got to pretend to be, like... Flirty with them? Yeah. Yeah. That's where that was my and, thoughts. And, well. I mean, is it immediately built on a lie, because I've got to, like, not wear my wedding ring or something? I'd, like... Don't know. Or it's that's could, not the only it way could just be a... somebody who's touchy feely. Yeah, there's yeah. people out there who like yeah. a good hug and a good yeah. squeeze. Like you say, a little little pat on the yeah. backside. You can't tell them either, obviously. Can I take? <laughs> can I? Has it got to be me? Like mean? now, as in, like I can't just. No, it's got. How yeah, fantastical can this be? I can't just like pretend I'm a highly skilled athlete. 
and take this person <laughs> to be on my team in a game where like we might score a goal. You're going to say, look how tight my buns are. <laughs> we might score a goal and get a little celebratory tap on the backside. That's, it, no, I think it's got to be you as you, but you, you play sports. Can I take the character of whatever Chandler's bosses were, was in Friends? Because <laughs> he just slapped everyone on the backside. Yeah, no. Okay. It's got to be somebody who you either know who is quite tactile and touchy-feely who's going to do it or a celebrity that you think might be interested in doing it. But I don't even think people who I know are huggers no. necessarily go for a... For a uh, no, it's ass. true. I think you've just got to gamble, haven't you? You've just, you just, you've got, just got to gamble on who it might be, yeah. It's an interesting one. I think you do you want someone who you've already got an existing relationship with. So you're not having to build that right from scratch. Do you want, to, do you want me to tell you who my first thought was? Yeah. For me? Yeah. Your wife. Because <laughs> she hugs me all the time. Yeah. When I see her. So I figured she might just yeah. smack it occasionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can't choose her. No, I couldn't. For you, I think that's a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because of the compliment I gave her the other day. Did you see that? I'm going to say yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, 100%. Um, and yeah. Celebrity-wise, okay. you've got to think of somebody like... I feel bad saying I'd just pick someone and just ply them with drink. <laughs> Get them drunk. Yeah. I... And all of one is a... Is Who's a, like an eccentric celebrity who's going to be like touchy-feely? Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> so random. I was going to go Sue Pollard. <laughs> she feels like she... What a she, double date that would be. feels like... Me, you. Be a great night out. Christopher Lloyd and Sue Pollard. Where would we take them? Go have a game Back of to the golf. future. Mini golf. <laughs> mini golf. Yeah. Oh, talking of mini golf. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a mini golf course just opened in our town. Yeah. Have you seen the photos? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm... Maybe I'll post them in the Discord, but it's, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's looks like a golf course from Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's a tough one but I, I'm going to go with your wife or Sue Pollard okay <laughs> two very similar people um, I might choose you if you oh, didn't know that this was <laughs> the ulterior motive it's not a bad show I reckon if you bent over in front of me enough times I'd give you a smack at some point yeah you or Christopher Lloyd we've been compared before <laughs> it's the age thing <laughs> Yeah. Good show. Okay. <laughs> and we'd I'd just take take you out for the day. Where would we go? We'd play mini golf. Okay. Uh and I'd take you for crepes. Nice. Because it's topical. We go to the zoo. Uh we could pop to the zoo. We yeah. we mean you randomly went to a zoo once, yeah. do you remember? To just on a random before. day. And then I would I take you to two I take you to two restaurants. Two restaurants. Yeah, we'd go for dinner. Yeah. But then I'll take you to a des- one of them dessert rest- oh, specialty okay. restaurants. Is that after the crepes or is this where crepes we get the mid- crepes crepe- No, crepes are in the morning. That's so we're going out three times? Yeah. Oh, you might like my dream man. Oh, yeah, we're not going home. <laughs> we, this is like... <laughs> this is I'd definitely smack you on the ass if you took me for three meals in a day. And after that, we'd retire to a home. A home. <laughs> and we would drink port... Eat cheese and play dominoes. Okay. This is like my dream day. I feel like slapping your eyes right now. <laughs> You've won. <laughs> that, I thought that question was going to be shit, but we actually made it quite entertaining. Well done. Right, should we do some Netflix news? Sure.
we will, what we're going to do this week is yeah. we are going to do the Netflix news first with okay. the caveat that this week's Netflix news is nowhere near as interesting as the rest of the movie news. Okay, fine. <laughs> just, just, to, just to drop that tease, in my opinion. Uh, but we will start with news this week that Apple have been forced to remove an app from the App Store this week. Okay. Uh, because it was... I don't know if you've heard of this at all, but it was outranking uh, the Netflix app, the Prime Video apps, all these streaming services app. Okay. Uh, but it was a bit naughty. It was an app called Kimi, K-I-M-I. Right. Uh, it was disguised as an app that tests your eyesight by sort of playing Spot the Difference. With, okay, like a game. Yeah, similar photos and stuff like that. But actually... It was really an app containing bootleg shows and movies. Oh, like a pirate's app. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Including recent blockbusters and movies still currently at the cinema. How have they got that past the Apple's sensors in the first I would place? love to know how they got it that far. Wow. Uh, but it was riding high in the charts earlier this week. Endgadget uh, uh, are saying its offerings varied in quality in a way that is familiar to those who have looked for shows and movies online before. Uh, for example, their copy of the Emma Stone movie Poor Things was grainy and pixelated, while other movies available in the app had ads blocking the view across the top of the screen. This is all stuff I'm sure we've seen before yeah, if yeah, yeah. anyone has ever tried something via nefarious that, means. That feels like that must have gone viral somewhere for it to get that many downloads because if it's not on the app store advertising what it is how are people finding it exactly somewhere that's gone viral yeah exactly how but but even if it hadn't gone viral how has it slipped through how has it Apple's slipped, yeah i were experienced for example of just getting i know it's slightly different than the app store but getting an app a podcast yeah. on apple god yeah it was, it was by far the most stringent oh by a long way we we, we launched this in podcast terms, in terms of hoops, being on to, apple. hoops to jump through yeah it took i think they eventually got into apple two weeks after we launched it yeah it took ages to get there so yeah how, how they've uh they've managed to do that is great but it is is really interesting but it's um yeah it's gone it is no it longer it's no longer yeah how interesting it'll still be out there somewhere it's just not on the app store yeah exactly yeah exactly crazy couple of news updates for forthcoming netflix releases okay the first of which is a bit more info on the tv version of the gentleman okay yep the guy Ritchie movie which we knew netflix is bringing uh, to life as a series the film's really good yeah i i really enjoyed it i did um we have learned that the gentleman launches on netflix on the 7th of march oh wow that's like really soon yeah and we have a bit more info in terms of a synopsis of the show so uh, white lotus star theo james leads the cast as the awkwardly named eddie hornyman <laughs> <laughs> wow great name also known as the duke he unexpectedly inherits the entire estate of his wealthy father. Little does he know that the family's fortune, which he thought to be legitimate, is actually built on an illegal cannabis trade, which plunges him into a murky criminal underworld filled with dangerous individuals. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jolie Richardson is in this as his mother. 
uh, with Vinnie Jones as the loyal gamekeeper. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Ray Winston is also in this. Oh, wow. As is Giancarlo Esposito, who is a very busy man. How does he do it? How is he going to be able to play a high society drug dealer? <laughs> who knows? That doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Netflix has released a series of motion posters. Motion posters? Of is that, each, what, is that what this of is? Of each character. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought that was a motion poster, but it wasn't. Uh, which it you, was can, a video. you can go and find. Cool, okay. Yeah, not looking to wait for that one if that's your bag. I'll go watch it. Why not? More casting news from Netflix regarding um, the follow-up to the Jeffrey Dahmer monster series. Oh, yeah, Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer monster story monster. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. See, season two of that anthology series is slightly... It's got slightly less colons in the title. Okay, good. Uh, Monsters. Monsters. The Lyle and Eric Menendez story. Okay, that's much more easier to say. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, obviously, coming from Ryan Murphy, who is someone who has definitely slowed down his output. Yeah, he <laughs> certainly has. couple of years. Uh, just as a reminder, it's about two brothers who killed their parents in 1989 and the events surrounding the murders uh, both were convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole now added to the cast of this are javier bardem okay and okay. chloe Savigny. they oh, wow. will play the parents oh okay so they're going to be in the first 10 minutes of the first Ho <laughs> jose and kitty menendez uh, the brothers will be played by nicholas alexander Chavez and Cooper Cock. Co Cooper Cock is a great name. Both newcomers. Also in the cast is Nathan Lane. All right. Uh, who will play investigative journalist Dominic Dunn, who covered the trials for Vanity Fair magazine. Interesting. Uh, there's there's a whole lot, load of more cast. The whole cast cast's been announced, but uh, essentially, uh, yeah, that's our our synopsis and casting release for that. No exact date yet, other than. That will arrive later this year on Netflix. Cool. I mean, did you finish Dharma? I did. did. Say what you want about Dharma. It was a great show. Yeah. It definitely seemed to surprise people with its num the numbers. It did, yeah, definitely. It? it was it was a tough watch. Hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's not a nice show, but it was really good. I'm looking forward to that. It's a less famous story, that yeah. isn't it? So yeah, it'd be interesting to uh, actually learn something. And then the final bit of Netflix news before we move on. I, I, I think this was just a matter of time. Netflix has announced in the, uh, in the style of all their other sports documentaries, uh, baseball okay. is next in line. And over the course of the, I, I think starts in a couple of months, the 2024 Major League Baseball season, Netflix will be following the Boston Red Sox. Right. Uh, as they compete across ups and downs in one of the most rabid sports environments in their league. Okay. Uh, a documentary following their season uh, will will debut in early 2025. So they're doing it over this coming season and it's going to come out next year. Okay. From the same production company behind Cheer, Last Chance You and The Wrestlers. Okay. Uh, Netflix say it will offer unprecedented access to players, coaches, and executives uh, 
from one of sport's most historic teams. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. I, it feels like, yeah, why hasn't that happened already, a baseball yeah. documentary? Given how Netflix is churning about. But to be fair, if you'd have asked me yesterday, I probably would have said, yeah, there is one. I'm sure there is. <laughs> okay. That's Netflix news done. Cool. Let's... Let's get into the good stuff. Crack on with probably the biggest news story of the week. And we're going back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are indeed. Because on Valentine's Day, Marvel confirmed the cast for the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Okay. And as we've already rumoured months and months ago, Pedro Pascal will play Reed Richards. Yeah, I think that leaked a while back, didn't it? I think people knew that was coming. Uh, Vanessa Kirby will play Sue Storm. Good casting. Joseph Quinn will play Johnny Storm. Excellent casting. And Ibon Moss Bakarak will play Ben Grimm, aka The Thing. Excellent. That's uh, a good he, cast. He's the elder brother from The Bear. People who are in The Bear, they're hot right now. They're doing now. well. They are doing well. Super hot. I think... Already the sort of rumour mill and conspiracy theories are in overdrive because they and Marvel announced this casting with essentially a Valentine's Day card. Right. Which is, in, which is a, a sort of uh, very much in the 60s style of, of the, when these retro, comics yeah. came in. Maybe. Who knows? Mm, could be. Uh, but it's, it's sort of a cartoon imagining of these guys yeah. in their suits. It's a great you know, The likeness of... of of these actors so yeah who knows uh, it has got a release date penciled in okay 25th of july 2025 okay not long to wait not that long 18 months not that long uh matt shankman is directing this and he directed all nine episodes of wandavision that's quite exciting as well isn't it because wandavision's great it was yeah it was very good and that was quite retro maybe they are going retro who knows which would be a take that neither of the previous Fantastic Four no. movies have taken. Going if we're going to the sixties or alternate universes or who knows how this all ties into the Marvel. Mess. Well, we've got but. the the, uh, the multiverse is there, isn't it? There's no reason that you can't do it. You can do whatever you want with that. That's exciting. We'll keep our eye on that. There'll be loads of news coming to that. Talking of Joseph Quinn, he had a big day on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm sure he did as well because he's a very good looking man. <laughs> because it was also announced that he will star in a new horror movie okay. called Relapse. Now, this is interesting because in the director's chair of Relapse is someone making his directorial debut. Okay. Uh, and it's none other than Brett Easton Ellis. Oh, wow. The author of American Psycho. Wow, that's quite crazy. Yeah. Uh, he, he will be directing his first movie. Uh, relapse is described as an elevated horror elevated horror what does that mean uh, ellis also wrote the script uh, and well, you would hope so it will feature a young a young man named matt cullen whose privileged privileged life is shattered when he is witness to a horrendous death at a wild party okay after checking into rehab he's seemingly able to get back on a more even keel and moves back in with his parents at their luxurious los angeles mansion but his unstable personality starts to cause problems again and he begins to be haunted anew by a creature that has troubled him for years sounds exciting does doesn't it yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that 
I had no idea that was coming. I hadn't even heard a rumbling of that bat. No. Uh, Brett Easton Ellis told Variety, I grew up watching the iconic horror movies of the 1970s. I've written Luna Park, a horror novel which I see as a homage to Stephen King, so it seems appropriate that my first feature would be a horror film. There is a simplicity to relapse that seems like the perfect form for my directing debut. Cool. There you go. That, that, is, that is intriguing. That, that is one. intriguing. Very intriguing. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure what to make of that, but that's exciting. Uh, last weekend was the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, it was indeed. And I was just going to do a quick roundup of some significant trailers. Go for it. That were there was quite a few. Were shown at various points during the uh, the advertising breakthrough there. Uh, so. Because some of those confirmed release dates that we we didn't necessarily have. Twisters. Yes. It's Twister, but with an S. <laughs> yes, because there's more than one Twister. <laughs> that has a release date of July the 19th. I have watched this trailer. Me too. And it made me go, actually, that looks like fun. It does, yeah. Why not? I'm still not convinced it is needed, but it looks like I fun. I thought that reminds me of a 90s disaster movie. And then I thought, <laughs> oh yeah, it would do. <laughs> uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I haven't seen this trailer yet. It releases on May the 10th. It's your birthday. Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. we could go for your birthday. I think this is future set as in years and years into the apes being in charge. Okay, so it's like right in the future. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I, I enjoy those movies. Yeah. I think all yeah. of them have been all right. Uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah, this was the Which big I think one. is the first time we've we've known that that's going to be its title. Yeah, I didn't think we I don't think we did know that. July the 26th. That's not that long away either. No, it's not. And it's Ryan Reynolds, who's on this show this week. <laughs> I know. He's come a long way. What a coincidence. He's come a long way, that guy. That is a weird coincidence when you think about it. Yeah. Like that trailer's dropped this week and he's on our show for the first time <laughs> this week. Uh, November 27th. It's a, lot f- a bit further away. Uh, you, you, But the first trailer came out as part of the Super Bowl ads. Wicked. Part, yeah. Part one. Uh, did we know this was coming? I didn't know it was two parts. I, I didn't know there was, was a coming. wicked movie in development. I didn't. I, d- I mean, you've already got a two and a half hour musical. Why yeah. didn't you make it into two films? Yeah, oh, it just seemed a bit strange. Uh, starring Ariana Grande, Cynthia Arrivo and Jeff Goldblum. Cool. A uh, new trailer for The Fall Guy, which is out May the 3rd. There has been a trailer out previously for that. Okay. Uh, uh, Monkey Man. Oh, April this is the, the Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Yeah, it looks great. It does look great. It looks great. Uh, yeah, they were your main movie trailers that you can now go and find. Uh, they are, most of them had Super Bowl spots, and yeah, you can go and find the full full trailer for those. That's exciting. Some good stuff coming. Look how smouldering Ryan Gosling is in that picture. I know. His eyes are burning through me. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was an interesting uh, few releases there at the old Super Bowl. Feels like there's a lot riding on Deadpool and Wolverine, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, there really is. But I think it's got the potential to do it. Mm. Back itself up. Deadpool kind of... People have got superhero fatigue. That's definitely a fact. But I don't think Deadpool falls under that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels different, doesn't it, Deadpool? How many Wolverine. last times has Hugh Jackman played Wolverine? <laughs> Three? <laughs> Maybe? I'm sure it won't be the last time now. There'll be a sequel to that. 
unless it does something wacky and it it's he's in it, but also it's yeah. Again, you like we just had a fantastic four. Nothing's really off the table with alternate universe. No, not so at maybe all. this is a, a way to get a new Wolverine then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? Something that a project that really feels like it's been round the houses <laughs> for probably ever since we've started doing this podcast. Yeah. I feel like there's been five or six potential versions of this movie is the Masters of the Universe live action It does film. feel like we talk about it quite regularly. It was at Netflix it for was, a while. Yeah. I think it was at Amazon. It's now at um, back at, um, at Amazon slash MGM. Um, Noah Centineo was cast yeah, at, one was at one and point and then uncast. Yeah. Uh, directors have changed. It feels like, well, we'll, we'll see if this sticks, but it is now... Uh, like I say, it's a new home at Amazon MGM and a, a director is reattached to Masters of the Universe. That being Travis Knight. Okay. Who was the director of Bumblebee. Great film. Bumblebee's really good. Ago. Uh, and he has a... One of his production companies uh, uh, is Leica. Okay. Uh, and one of his... Frequent collaborators, Chris Butler, has signed on to polish the script okay. for Masters of the Universe. So, suggestions that maybe this might be might be getting some legs. Might be actually moving along. But, who Did sees? We? Who? Well, well, we'll see. Uh, Empire says the new movie will reportedly see a nine-year-old Prince Adam crashing to Earth in a spaceship and being separated from his magical sword the only link to his home on Eternia. After tracking it down almost two decades later, Adam is whisked back across space to defend his home planet against the evil forces of Skeletor. Uh, but to defeat such a powerful villain, Prince Adam first will need to discover and uncover the mysteries of his past and become He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Does it feel like we need it? Is He-Man supposed to be 29? <laughs> I thought it was a young... I don't know, teenager. the whole sort of crashing on Earth as a baby is a bit superman It is, a bit. I loved those that cartoon and those toys when I was a kid. Oh, I yeah, do 100%. not feel I need to see this movie, no. No, not me. I, I have little. I don't know how you do it without it being super cheesy. Yeah. I don't know how it works otherwise. Yeah. I don't know how you can do it seriously. I'm, a, I'm fine with the 80s shit movie being 80s and shit. Yes. Yeah. And that's fine. Yes. <laughs> That's that's he man. Yeah, no problem with that. Oh well, good. Oh, good luck to them. If they can make it good, then go for it. You either got to make it good, or you've got to make it silly. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. One of the maybe surprise hits from last year was Prey. Oh, the Predator. The the Predator prequel. That was really good. I watched that. It It was. was It was a really, really good movie. It was. It was a big hit on Hulu in the States. It was on Disney Plus over here. And news this week that the director and writer of Prey, Dan Trachtenberg, is back at work on, can we call it a sequel? It's a sequel to Prey called Badlands. Okay. uh, Which is a brand new story. So it's not... It's not the same characters from that movie. Yeah. Uh, and Apart from the Predator. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, and that this version of this in this universe is set in the future. Okay. 
So we're going way, way, way forward in time. The, the, the thing that they established in Prey is that this thing has been here for years. Yeah. And well, it's, it's, and it's just a thing. You can go wherever I think it wants. We, I think we even said when, when we were talking about how good Prey was previously, it's like, just use this as a template. We can do whatever they want now. But Prey pops in in Victorian era. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever. This thing's been coming and going from Earth for forever. So just keep Predator doing it. Predator versus dinosaurs. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Absolutely. Why not? And it sounds like they're going to. So yeah, Trachtenberg's working on this. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter says they have heard that it will be a future set movie and that it is planned to feature a female lead. Uh, he, okay. is, he is working on the story and is set to direct a... It's far enough... Along, the Hollywood Reporter says that a July production date is being looked at. Okay, that's not that long away either. Lots of stuff happening in July this year. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, Trachtenberg may have the keys to the Predator universe. Sounds like it, doesn't it? It's not a bad key to have. Good. Good. Yeah, exciting. Last piece of news. Okay. Do you want to buy a film? Yep. Because there's some films for sale. Okay. Uh, coming up is the Berlin Film Festival. So three such films you could you could purchase if you were interested. One is called The Mother, not the Jennifer Lopez one that came out last year. That was terrible. This is The Mother, directed by Melanie Laurent. Okay. Uh, who you may know from Inglourious Bastards and that film that you watched last year where she was frozen. Yep. In, was it In Space? Yes. Yeah, that one. Uh, she no is she's turning her efforts behind the camera to direct the mother. Okay, which would will does start Michelle Yeoh. Oh, then yes, I will buy that one. Uh, who plays Anne, an immigrant mother and businesswoman looking to make the best of her new life in America for her family. However, when her two teenage sons stumble, I know what you're going to say, <laughs> into trouble with a Boston dirty cop and a crime ring, Anne has no choice but to rekindle her past and stop at nothing until they are safe. I think I've just watched that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the exact synopsis for the brother's son is it not <laughs> i've not watched it but yes it sounds very, it's pretty very much exa- it's not set in boston but over <laughs> the night it's pretty much exactly what happened uh the mother shoots this summer cool uh, okay and agc studios are looking for Listen, a buyer if michelle yo wants to go out and make the same thing over and over again i will keep watching it she's <laughs> fantastic why not also being shopped by AGC is The Epiphany. Okay. Starring Sylvester Stallone. Oh, nice. The uh, Epiphany is a movie in which Stallone plays a hard-nosed police detective about to retire. <laughs> is there any other type? Yeah. Who must team up with a younger cop and a former priest to stop a serial killer on a murderous crusade through the wintry streets of Philadelphia. Okay. Sounds very generic. <laughs> I'm all good for that. I'm that... still going to buy the first one over that one. <laughs> and the third movie, which there is not much info on, third movie up for grabs from the same studio, uh, is Sugar Bandits. Okay, good title. It is uh, a Will Smith action thriller. Okay, I'm still going to buy the first one. <laughs> Will Smith's back. He is, as he attempts to continue his rehabilitation <laughs> into relevancy, I guess. I'd, no, I'd, I'd be interested if Stallone's got his right, his right head on. Yeah. 
doing a proper hard nosed yeah, serial killer movie. That would intrigue me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The 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 Michelle Yeoh one again. I know it'd be good. Yeah, it's always going to be. Everything she does is great. But what's what's making that difference? Is the brother's son. Yeah, it sounds like exactly the same story. <laughs> Any more news? That's all the news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I I haven't watched much this week. Okay. I can see something you have watched, which I didn't watch. Okay. But I was going to watch it, but I, there was a specific reason I didn't watch it. Do you want to talk about that first? I'll talk about that first if yeah. you want. I presume you're talking about Orion and the Dark. I am, yeah. I watched it on Sunday afternoon. Nice. I was bored, so I'm going to stick a film on. Yeah. That came up. I was like, I'll stick that on. It's all right. Cool. It's not, it's nothing groundbreaking there. It's, the story's, it's what it is. The the characters are what they are. It's, it's definitely aimed more at a younger audience. Is it's it? not like, yeah. It isn't. I wasn't sure if it was be too old for my. No, it's right, kids. right in the okay. right in their wheelhouse. I right. think. Um, it didn't seem to have a lot there for an adult audience, which I I kind of like from a animation yeah. film. Sometimes it's like you've got there for the kids, but there's also the adult mm-hmm. stuff. But I don't think there's a lot there for that. But it's it's fun. The, the first DreamWorks Netflix, Netflix collaboration. Collab. It is, yeah. Jacob Tremblay and Paul Walter Hauser, both brilliant. So I didn't watch it because, so me and my youngest daughter had an evening to ourselves. Oh. Someone else was out, and we thought we'll have a movie night. So yep. We got the snacks in, and I said, "All right, let's sit. Now. Let's choose something." And we looked at a few options, and that was that was high up there. And I said, "This is new. I think we, we might like it. Let's try that. Maybe we could watch that." And she vetoed it, <laughs> right. and we watched Encanto instead. <laughs> How many times have you watched Encanto? Quite a lot of times. <laughs> I feel like it's right up her street. The younger one, yeah, I feel like she'd love it. I'll work on it. It's, it's got. It's not only the. So the, the. Do you know the story? Vaguely, yeah. It's, it's a kid, kid who's scared. It's scared, kid who's of, the scared dark. of everything. Yeah, he's literally terrified of everything. Um, and the dark takes offense to it, and yeah. it's, this dark's like, I want to show you why you shouldn't be scared of the dark. And he takes him on this wild adventure, and he meets loads of other night characters as well. So yeah. there's a there's one called Nighttime Noises, who's just like this robot that mm. makes noises all the time. There's night. There's dreams. Yeah, um, she's like this shiny woman sure there's loads of different and then the the light is always chasing the dark yeah so he has he comes dark has to get out of the way because light's coming through oh, yeah. he's like this superhero guy so there's all these different characters in there and it's 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 good it's entertaining yeah. i think yeah it's more for a kid it's more for a child audience i think but your kids would love it cool you should force it on them okay <laughs> um i also went to the cinema on monday okay and I watched All of Us Strangers. What's that? It is a new film with Andrew Scott and Paul Meskel. Yep. And Jamie Bell's in it as well. There's only four, and Claire Foy. I think they're the only four people in it. And Claire Foy's in everything, so that's why she's in it. <laughs> um, it's about this guy. He's a writer. He is a very lonely man. Okay. Um, and he lives in a tower block in London that's only just been built. So he's the only person who lives there. Nice. So that doesn't help with his loneliness. And he meets another guy and they fall in love. And he, this guy also has moved in downstairs, a lot of floors below him. Mm-hmm. And they fall in love and it's about their love story. And this guy's also writing a story about his parents who died when he was 12 in a car right. accident. So to go and research this story, he goes back to his childhood home in the country somewhere. And when he gets there, he finds his parents living there. No way. Like, as if nothing had ever happened. But they're still the age they were when he was a child. And okay. the house looks exactly the same. And 
it's this absolutely devastating story of this guy rekindling his relationship with his parents and also having this relationship with this guy and i won't tell you what happens at the end but this film will not give you a good feeling when you come out of it i i had to keep myself away from anything sharp when i got home (laughs) it is one of the most depressing movies i've ever seen it's excellent yeah don't get me wrong it is excellent all four people in it are fantastic but this is not a there's no fun here there's no fun to be had here this this does not end there's no happy ending there'll be no fun here there's no there will be no fun here there's no happy ending there's no uplifting moments this is a dark dark depressing story but it's fucking great cool (laughs) i really enjoyed it no i didn't enjoy it that's the wrong word i really appreciated it as a movie yeah but it's also i haven't stopped thinking about it for like three days now (laughs) it's it's in my head but yeah everybody's great in it there's only those four people in it jamie bell and claire foy pay andrew scott's parents but they're also quite a considerable amount younger than he is yeah so it's it's a really interesting dynamic and then where it goes you you think you know where it's going and then it doesn't go there it goes somewhere slightly different yeah but that's like takes your breath away a little bit you're like whoa i didn't see that twist coming highly recommended um other than that i've not really watched a lot i have started watching season two of traitors australia okay um mainly because my brother had watched it and he wanted somebody to talk to it <laughs> about because i'd like to because i've only just finished the uk traitors i like to keep a bit of a gap because i did watch the first season yeah, of Traitors australia it, as well though. it's different it's edited very differently to the british one the host is completely different to claudia winkleman and it's in a hotel rather than a castle okay but they still try and go for the gimmicky cloaks and masks and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't work so well in a hotel environment. Like the Traitor's Towers, they just sit around a table in the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> it's like it doesn't have the same kind of gritty feel to it. And the contestants in season two are some of the most stupid people I've ever seen on a reality show. Right. They're, well, as in they've got no idea what's going they've on. They've got right? no idea what's going on. And when they have got an idea what's going on, they just dismiss it. Fine. There's a guy in there who's a lot like Harry from this season. Who know he's a bit clued up on how to play the game as a traitor, mm-hmm. but he's also a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Harry was super intelligent and got got it perfectly right. This guy's doing the same sort of idea, but getting it completely wrong. I'm only four or five episodes in. Yeah, it, it's been cancelled now in Australia as well, which is really there's, interesting. There's no because... flair in just doing it in a conference room. No, it's 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 strange. It is strange. The first season of Traders Australia is great. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It's great. The, the The way that show ends is really good. This one just... They've also got a few reality stars in there. Oh, okay. So they're people... They're not celebrities. This is what the, the US version did as The US well. do it with celebrities. These are not celebrities. They're just yeah. people who have been on other reality shows. Yeah. So they're not like super famous people. But I, I, I can see why they've cancelled it. Mm. But they are so stupid. <laughs> But it's worth checking out. It's worth the traitors is great. It doesn't matter who plays that game. That game's entertaining to watch. Mm. So yeah, check it out if you want to. It's on BBC iPlayer. Awesome. I think that's it though. I think that's all I've watched this week. That's good. How are we doing for time? No, we're not doing too badly. Should we quickly go through the top tens? Yeah, let's have a look. Top ten films in the UK. Sure. Number ten is the Lost City. That's dropped down a long way. That was like right up there last week. Was it number oh. one last week? I uh, think I'm not right? sure. That's the Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock movie. And number nine is Brian Banks. What the hell is Brian Banks? I don't know, but you pause then, because I think you nearly said Brain Banks. I did. <laughs> I had to think about it. I don't I know. Don't know. Is, that, is that Kiefer Sutherland? And it isn't. Um, 
It looks it, like it's about American football. It does. There's it? an American football pitch yeah. in the background. Uh, number eight is Ambulance. That's still knocking around in the charts. Here it's not very good. Number seven is King Richard. Oh, it's, of Will Smith. it's Will Smith's Oscar winning Oscar winning movie. And also the reason he disgraced himself. <laughs> it's about this, the Williams sisters, tennis, yeah. tennis stars. Yeah. Uh, number six is Haunt. That's hanging around as well. I watched that a few weeks ago now. Okay. Still in the charts. Number five is The Devil Wears Prada. Sure. Why not? Why is that there? Must be new to Netflix. I it's, imagine it's... it's just arrived, yeah. Number four is Poms. Yep. Not old, Proms. Old people uh, cheerleading. Old people cheerleaders. Number three is Orion in the Dark. The aforementioned Orion in the Dark. This this little thing is great. Okay. That's quiet. She's brilliant. Uh, number two is Lover Stalker Killer. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's going to be in a <laughs> crime drama. But I think it's a documentary. I think it's, I think a, docu- it's a true crime documentary. documentary yeah. And number one, as always, when as soon as the Despicable Me films come onto Netflix, they go straight to number one. I got a bit of a they cons- go on and off. So I've got a bit of a conspiracy theory of this. Go on. Because so the weather was terrible here last week. It was. Yeah. So my uh, one of my my youngest daughter. I said one day after school, I was like, "Oh, did you, did they let you out today, or did you have to stay inside? Because it was it was it was raining all day, awful, awful." And she said, "No, we had to stay inside." And I said, "Oh, what do you do when when you can't go out?" And she said, "Well, we do colouring. We go for our lunch, and then we go back to classrooms. We do colouring. We can play games. We can watch a movie." I said, "What movie did you What did you do?" She said, "Oh, I did a bit of all of it because the movie was on in on the background." And I said, "Oh, what movie did they put on?" She said, uh, "The the the grey man who's got." Or lots of kids. The third one of those. <laughs> I was like, do you mean grew? Do you mean Despicable Me 3? She said, yes. Oh, interesting. So it's so been a, that's why it's a number one in this country. Teachers are doing it to skive off their jobs. <laughs> that's what you're telling me. Been on at all the schools in, in wet play. Be careful, because if Netflix hear about that, they'll be making your kids have an account. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If 30 I'm... people are watching at the same time, they will not be You might that. have to redact that whole bit. <laughs> That would explain it. Okay, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen any of the Despicable Me movies. I think I've seen the first two. I don't think I've seen the, the Minions. Just annoy me. Just silly little things. TV. In they the really UK. like you. Do they? Yeah. Oh. TV in the UK is again dominated by Friday Night Dinner. Uh, number ten, season four. But then number nine, Fool Me Once has dropped into the middle uh, of the month. Oh, huh. that's um, not good for my OCD. <laughs> and then Friday night dinners are also at eight, seven, six, and five. I've no idea why that's happened. It's not even new to Netflix. I think season five came onto Netflix recently, right. so people have just done a full rewatch. Okay. I assume. Uh, number four is American Nightmare. That's, that's doing some that's doing some good sticky roundness. Yeah, it's good. It's really interesting. And number three is Griselda. Yeah, I think Netflix might have wanted that to stay at number one a little bit longer. Okay, personally. And number two is One Day. I'm surprised this hasn't topped the charts. Yeah. Because, again, it seems to be not only all over my algorithms, but all over my social medias yeah, of people saying, actually, this is pretty good. Yeah. And number one is Deadwater Fell. Okay. Which is one of uh, David Tennant's drama series that he did right. not long ago. And that's it. Did I talk about I finished Boy Swallows Universe last week? No, you said you had a couple left. Oh, I finished it. Yeah. What's your great. final thoughts? The last two episodes make that show fantastic. Brilliant. It's really good. Highly recommend Boy Swallows Universe. Really, really, really good show. That's it. 
that's everything we've done, everything we've watched, and everything that Netflix have been up to. Fantastic. What more do we need to talk about? That's, that's the week in a wave. The week in a wave. Oh, I like that. It's a good tagline. Thanks. The week in a wave. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, we will now go away and record a movie show. And then that'll come out on Thursday. It will. Simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. You come back here on Thursday and we'll be talking about Finder's Fee. We will indeed. So, uh, thank you for listening and come back on Thursday. Cheers. Bye.